If you're ready to ditch the hustle and evolve your business to create success and impact through alignment, then mama, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Aligned and Impact Driven Business Mama Show. I'm your host, Caroline Linda. Now let's get into it. Well, hi, and welcome to episode 95 of the Aligned and Impact Driven Biz Mamas show. We are going live on Facebook tonight, and then we'll be sending this out across the airwaves. Uh, Beautiful. We are all good. So tonight I am joined by the amazing Rochelle Marie, who I met via another online program last year, really. And uh, we've met in person. She came to my retreat and she is uh, a coach for women who are looking to get into leadership roles uh, within the organizational corporation that they work in. And so last week, as lockdown appeared to be staying for a while, I reached out to her and said, hey, would you come on and chat with us about productivity and juggling work when we're in this lockdown situation? And there is so many balls up in the air and things to juggle. So welcome, Rochelle. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk about the subject. Yes. So this was exciting because I reached out to Rochelle and said, okay, cool. We need to chat about this. Mums are trying to do it all. And she was like, this is perfect. I was just in a meeting where we were talking about productivity and how to get stuff done. And this whole idea of not having enough time, right? Because that's what, because we all say it, like we all say it. Oh, I just don't have enough time. How am I going to get everything done? So I think there's lots of mums out there that are feeling like that right now. Uh, As I said, the last couple of nights, and if you haven't caught the previous two episodes of this series, make sure that you do. Uh, I am not currently in lockdown, restricted, but not in lockdown, but Rochelle is. And so interestingly, when she agreed to come on, she was not. (laughs) And in that very short period of time, um, the beautiful you know, Southeast Queensland is. So, Rochelle, do you want to just fill us in a little bit on what it is that you do and how you ended up in this space of leadership? Yeah, sure. So, thank you. Um, I have have a day job uh, that I am lucky enough to love. I absolutely love my job I am, and I'm a leader in the organisation. It's a big organisation, so I'm one of, like, hundreds of leaders in the organization Um, but I really love what I do I get to make a difference in digital capability and in leading people and growing we call them digital leaders but really it's just leaders Um, and so I love that side of my job through that though as I was working my way up to being a leader I found myself often very frustrated with the process, with how long it was taking. I knew I had the ability to lead and lead well and just wasn't being given the opportunities. And so um, I took sort of a step back the last time that I was knocked back for a role in a pretty brutal way, I have to admit, and that is a story for another day. Um, But I I had to take a step back and just really look at the big picture of what was going on um, because the way that this particular recruitment process was run made no sense to me. It didn't, there was no logic in it. And I was like, what is going on here? So I stepped back, really dived into what was going on, spoke to leaders that were already in their roles and um, sort of worked out, okay, what I think 
I needed to do to get promoted was actually completely the opposite of what I needed to do to get promoted. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I had these amazing women in my organization reach out to me, and one of them actually admitted to me that she was in a workshop that I was running, and she she connected with me afterwards, and she said, "Look, I'm just reaching out to see if you've got any ideas. I am so stressed out by my manager. I actually had to stop the car, pull over this morning, and vomit out the door." And like that, like at the time, my heart just broke. And I honestly, I couldn't help her that much. I'm not a counsellor. So I couldn't sort of give her a lot in that space, um, but just, you know, a sounding board and some some ways to help her connect with others that could help. Um, but that was really the moment that I was like, no, something's got to be done here. And I knew what I could do was show other women how to get to leadership roles and then when they got there, I know that as women, and particularly the women that will be drawn to me, want to get there to make a difference, um, want to make a, an impact and want people that work for them and around them to come to work and be happy. And that's that's really why I'm doing this is because I want to make our workplaces places that are happy. And the way I know how to do that is to help women get into those leadership roles to make a difference. Yeah. And I think like... I don't know whether it's the same for you, but I think part of the reason why I resonate so much with your story is because I was in a management role in my previous organization and had struggled to um, promote and then struggled to be able to support the people underneath me within a large organization. Because same as you, I was one of a big group of leaders in a in that I guess what you would maybe call like middle to upper middle management kind of stream. And so I absolutely love this. And I guess for the women who are watching tonight, so many of my audience are still juggling full or part-time work as they're building a business or may have been in that kind of work or are on maternity leave, lots of people on maternity leave. Um, So I know that 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 story will resonate with a lot of people out there and issues around management and promotion and HR are the biggest reasons that women end up leaving corporate and coming across into something like entrepreneurship where they feel like they have more control. So I think this is, yeah, I, I hor- that's a horrible story, obviously, yeah. for that staff member, but I don't think it is unusual at all. No, no, it wasn't the only story. And I've I've actually had worse since then, which I won't go into now, but I've had worse stories since then. Um, I think the, the, the sad part to me while I love entrepreneurship, I am when I've been one for many years. Um, what I worry about is, is when our organizations treat people like this, when our leaders, like we have really crappy leaders still mm. in our organizations, even though we know better. Mm. What worries me is when women step out like we do because we are resourceful and we are courageous, when we step out, these big organizations stay very masculine, very male. And these are the organizations that shape the products that we as women use and shape the policies and procedures that affect our lives. And so if we continue to step out, which I totally get, who are we leaving? Who Mm. are we leaving there? And so I really 
yeah, I really want to, like, I want us to be able to do both, right? I want us to be able to um, make a difference in our organizations and start really shaping how we show up as leaders and be entrepreneurs and, and feel that side of our creativeness and our, mm. um, you know, making a difference in that way as well. Um, I don't want it to be a situation where we leave because we're miserable. I want it to be a situation where we do something else because it also inspires us. Um, yeah, yeah, that's where I'd like us to get. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay, so right now... A good percentage of the Australian population is in lockdown as it stands on the 4th of August, 2021. And for a lot of people, that means that they are juggling uh, childcare, remote learning, uh, work, full part-time, business, family, like it's just all the balls are in the air, right? And so we, it's easy for us to find ourselves in a situation where we kind of almost just want to throw those balls in the air and go home because we don't feel like we have enough time. We feel like we're not productive in any area of our life because we're being pulled in so many different directions, right? Hmm. So I would love you to share some tips around how to manage that yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? I think the first one is just to be kind to ourselves right now. Um, I think that that to me is the biggest tip is this isn't normal and our brains are grappling with this not being normal. And the simple fact that it's not normal makes our brains work over time. And mm. so even if we weren't doing anything right now, we would probably still be tired because our brains are, um, are sort of fighting this unusualness and that takes energy. Mm. So I think the first step is to be kind to ourselves and recognize that we're probably not going to get as much done as we would normally in these circumstances. Mm. Um, so be kind, don't, you know, don't beat yourself up. Don't say I should have done this, this and this today. Um, you know, if you get one thing done, woohoo, like, yes. celebrate that, right? Celebrate yes. that. So, yeah, um, that's definitely the first message that I want everyone to really take on board today. Um, I think the second one is, um, and we sort of, this is part of our course, I guess, is that we need to start seeing ourselves as being the person that is productive, being productive, um, not in a detrimental way, though, not in a, I have to do all of the things now, but just start seeing ourselves as I, you know, I'm not a hustler. I'm not, I'm not going to wear busyness as a badge of honor. However, I am a person that is productive in a really meaningful way. Um, and then start taking action aligned with that vision of who we are. Um, so I think that's kind of the second piece is commit to it, commit to being this person, because some of the rest of the tips that I'm going to give you, I guarantee you've heard them before. And I guarantee that a lot of them you're not doing right now, even though you know they're going to help you out. Um, yes. Mainly because that, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, how many times have I heard these tips and gone, yeah, yeah, sounds great. Just moved on and carried on and kept being busy. And so it's only actually been recently that I've 
honestly sat down and done the things Mm -hmm. and holy why did I do them earlier I don't know I don't know but I've committed now to um you know and I'm learning a lot about how the brain works so that's possibly helped me to commit to doing this Mm -hmm. stuff because I'm understanding that it's not just someone spouting stuff at me it's actually a real reason behind doing things this way so yeah yeah commit to being the person um and then I think the next one is giving yourself the best chance to be productive Mm. and the first step in that is and and this is going to be hard for moms particularly with young kids but get sleep Get, yes. get as much sleep as you can um, because that will help you feel refreshed. It gives your brain a chance to refresh and that allows you to be more productive. Um, we know that when we're tired, and I and I still am this way because I don't always get great sleep, but um, my productivity falls through the floor. Yeah. And so if you're trying to burn the candle at both ends, which often happens when we're you know, running a business and particularly if we're running a business and we have kids and we're working, whether it's full-time or part-time, you know, we want to work all of the hours and we think we're doing a good thing by doing that. But honestly, Mm -hmm. you're better off shutting it down and getting more sleep. You will get more done in less time when you sleep. I know that's not always possible. Um, I also recommend, uh, I I get to call this a nana nap because I do actually have grandkids, but let's call it a power nap. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, if you've got kids that are still having naps, grab a power nap. Um, One of the ways that I was able to do that quite easily was to find an app that actually has a nap track for meditation on it Mm. Um, and that actually helps me just get a good 15 minutes in and out and um, I feel like there's a little bit when I wake up where I'm a little bit dodgy and then I'm really good again and it makes such a big difference to my day and my productivity so get some sleep do some exercise is the next one. Um, again, in lockdown, it's not as easy in winter as we were just discussing before we went live. It's not as easy because yep. it's cold outside. Um, but even if it's, you know, every 50 minutes or two hours, if you're really in the zone, um, get up, do some star jumps, um, dance around while you're doing the vacuuming, put a song on, you know, just a five-minute song in between meetings and dance around and that will help give more blood to your brain, um, a little bit of dopamine hit. And dopamine is the drug that helps us be focused. So the more things that we can do to create dopamine in our brain, the more focused and productive we'll be. So um, sleep, exercise, they sound like pretty boring um, things that we do all the time, but it really does It really does help. So again, commit to doing them mm. um, and it will make a difference. Um there's also uh, you might have heard of there's a book called flow and I'm not going to pronounce the author's name because it's Polish I believe or Czech and I that's okay we'll drop it into the notes yeah Yeah, we'll drop it into the notes Um, so we don't butcher it Um, and it's just it's literally about the sweet spot of stress that's that's what it's about and so when you think about, um, you know, the times that you're on holiday, lying on a beach sun lounge with a tequila in hand, margarita, you know, something, pina colada would be my favorite right now. Um, when we're in that state, 
we're not very productive. If someone came and started, you know, throwing things at you to do, it's probably going to take you a really long time to get something done. So having no stress at all sounds amazing right now, but it's actually not the best state to be productive in. On the flip side, having too much stress is also not going to help you be productive. So you want to find this sweet spot. And I think we instinctively know this. If we sit with it for a while, we sort of know where our sweet spot is. It's that time where, I know when we were at uni and we leave our assignments till the last minute. (laughs) Yes. Um, You know, yeah, because you knew that you would get it done and you Mm. would sit there and do it until it was done. Whereas if you started two weeks before, you're like, stuffing around and you know doesn't sound right and you fix this and yeah so it's finding that sweet spot that will help you be more productive so a little bit of stress put a a goal on yourself if you don't have anything you know if if there's no deadline put your own deadline in place and that will really help you work um again more productively um how much more do you want? No, this is all no, this is so good. This is really, really okay. good. So just to recap, let's prioritize sleep. It's not always yeah. possible to get maybe as much as we would like to, yes. but prioritizing it. So one less episode of Netflix at night, ladies go to bed at a norm, at a proper time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we can talk about the napping when the kids nap. And I know, you know, some people are able to do that. Some that's the time where they're getting the bit of work done and that's cool, but make yeah. sure that then when the kids are up and around, I was saying this to someone the other day, like, particularly if your kids are old enough to sit in front of a movie, like put on the movie, but then resist the temptation to go and do 10,000 things whilst they're occupied, sit down with them Mm. and actually use that as a bit of like rest time. Heaven forbid. Yeah, no, I love that. So sleep, uh, exercise. I love this idea of flow because I know that that's definitely um, true for me. And another thing that I find works really well is to is to set a really clear intention of something that I need to get done. So be really yeah. clear with myself, like I need to get this particular thing done by this particular time. And yeah. it's funny how things just kind of fall into place to enable that to happen. It's not funny yeah. because it's literally the way your brain works, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I love all these tips. These are awesome. How about you give us one more? Okay, one more. Had to pick one. One more. <sighs> Caroline. Um, okay. Uh look, we can do two. Okay, it's okay. We can do two. <laughs> I'm gonna go the biggest one first. And this is the one that I see makes the biggest difference for the women that I work with. Um, and this is both business and corporate. Let go of perfectionism. Let it go. <laughs> and around um, the house and with the kids exactly. and the parenting Everything. and the partnering Everything. and the whatever the hell else thing. Yes. There's no such thing. There is no such thing as perfect. So you striving for per- perfection is striving for something that doesn't exist. I know in, in corporate world, if I strive for perfection, which I haven't done for a long time, thankfully, but if I say put a document together and I worked on it for days and made sure it was completely perfect and took it to my um, my boss, he would rip it to shreds anyway. 
So why am I wasting all of that time when I can get it to 80% done and it's the 80-20 rule? I can get it to 80% done in about 20% of the time that it took me to get it to perfect and take it to him and have it to him rip it to shreds then because I know I'm going to have to make changes in it anyway, right? So Mm. my idea of perfect is not the same as other people's idea of perfect and no one notices. I put stuff out all the time that is at 80%. Um, sometimes even 70% because I just run out of time. It's letting go a little bit of that fear of judgment. I think that's Mm. a lot of what is behind perfectionism is this fear that people are going to judge me if I'm not perfect. And I am telling you, and and I know Caroline's told you this as well, is people are going to judge you anyway. So make it for something that is making you productive and getting stuff done and, you know, getting the right things done and moving on instead of waiting for it to be perfect. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, when it comes to workplaces and businesses right now, nobody's got time to worry about what you're doing. Like, you know how busy you are, they're as busy as you. So they couldn't give two hoots what your stuff looks like. They're just trying to get their stuff done. So this is yeah. a perfect time for 70 or 80% to be just A-okay yeah. right yeah. now because that's all and the capacity we've got. Yeah, yeah. But And we learn from it then, right? So we, we can go out without sort of our ego tied up in this work that we've spent all this time doing. And so then when someone rips it to shreds or nicely gives you feedback on it you can take it much easier than if someone's like you know you spend all these hours putting something together and it's like your baby and you're handing it over and all of a sudden they're telling you how terrible your baby is like that's devastating um so making it less than perfect means you can give it without your ego so attached to it and and listen to the feedback that you get from that that is so true I love that one I Um, yeah I, I just think we spend a lot of time worrying about what other people are going to think. And the reality is that they're busy worrying about what you're going to think. <laughs> Not a, do you know? And this, it's so interesting because we, we had this conversation, my daughter and I, a few weeks ago. Today was the regional athletics carnival. We were able to go ahead and she went through for a couple of different um, field events. And she said, she's like, oh, I feel nervous, mom. She said, you know, I feel nervous. She's 10. Um, because there's going to be so many people watching me. And I said, here's the cool thing, babe. All those people watching, they're watching their kids, not you. They couldn't care less. They They are there to watch their kids and the kids are there to do what they're doing. So I said, don't worry about anybody else. I said, the only people that are there that really care what you do today, honestly, and like this was an important lesson for them to learn, are mm. your dad and me and my partner. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. No one else cares. Yeah. And in yeah. the end, she came second and goes through to the next round. So, but she, I could see that she wasn't super nervous, but it was an interesting conversation because she was very aware of what, what, of people watching her and judging her and, making meaning about how she throws the shot put. And they're just not doing that. <laughs> they're just, they're not doing that. It's, it's kind of like, kind of like social media, right? Like yes. it, it makes us hyper aware that we're yes. being watched when we're on yes. social media. And yet really 
most people are just looking at their own posts to see how many likes they're getting. <laughs> they're, not, yes. they're not paying much attention to your posts. So. And as you, like, um, scroll, like, you know, you see it for, like, <laughs> 0.3 of a second. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's so interesting. All right, I love yeah. that. That's a really great one to finish on because right now we've got to lower the bar. And I was talking yeah. about this with both of my other guests this week. We've just got to lower the bar. So, and this could be a really great lesson to take forward because if your bar is constantly at 99%, then it doesn't take a pandemic for you to be stressed, Mm. right? So just bring the bar down and then when the pandemic's over, just keep the bar down because it's totally okay to be at 70 or 80%. It's just, it's totally fine. I love that. I think that's such a great message. One of the thoughts that I think that helps with that is the time that I'm spending making this perfect, what else could I be doing with this time? Could I be spending this with my kids cuddling up on the couch? Could I be spending this with my partner or, you know, reading for goodness sakes, like imagine spending some time doing something that you love just for the sake of it. Um, So it's, yeah, think through when you're aiming for that perfection what else could I be doing with this time and I think that helps you let go of some of that stuff easily yeah and there instantly you get some productivity back because you've moved on to the next task you've you're done uh as a as a coach of mine would say you just ship it Uh, Patty Dominguez would just say just ship it and move on to the next thing and see what the feedback is because as you said there's always going to be feedback positive and negative so you might as well you might as well just get it out there, get the feedback, make changes as you want. This is, I always say fail forward, like just fail forward, keep moving um, because movement and momentum brings clarity and it brings results rather than kind of sitting there paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. This is awesome. Okay. We've got some great tips, Rochelle. Thank you so, so very much. So yeah, you're welcome. before we wrap, can you let, the beautiful ladies out there know where they can find you. And maybe most specifically, I'll drop into the comments a link to your Facebook group. Yeah, that would be great because my Facebook group name is way too long now and I don't even remember what it is. That's okay. That's fine. You know, algorithm. Um, but it, but basically it's the women in leadership Facebook group um, and we have a lot of fun in there and it is about becoming um, getting the promotion to be the leader um, and a lot of what I'm teaching in there is about becoming the leader first before you get the role because so often we wait until we get the role and think that we can grow into it actually it's the reverse so we need to become the leader first that will help us get the role so um, that's one of the things that we focus on in there but um, there's other things as well. So come and join us and find out. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Okay. Well, I will put the link everywhere that you guys are able to watch or listen to this so that you can jump on over, uh, be part of Rochelle's group, learn more amazing things from her. Um, for me and those that have been watching and listening, thank you very much for your time. Truly appreciate it. And That's going to be a wrap for another episode. This is episode 95 of the Aligned and Impact Driven Business Mama Show. Uh, If you, wherever you are right now, listening or watching, 
find a follow button or a like button or a subscribe button, hit that turn on notifications to make sure that you don't miss any more episodes. This is the third and final piece of the lockdown live series that I've been doing this week. So if you didn't catch my interviews with Sabrina and Wendy, go back worthwhile, really great content, getting great feedback from those episodes. Thank you so much, Rochelle, for being here. Have an amazing night. Thank you.